Welcome to the Lord's Crusade. I'm Pastor Perry Williams from Kingdom Now Ministries International. We are in an exciting time right now. Those that have listened to us on Anchor.fm, we have several more platforms that have been added to the equation. iHeartMedia.com, and you can listen to the Lord's Crusade on that app, as well as Pandora. Pandora and iHeartMedia.com. So before we get into our teaching, I want to provide you with our contact information. Our email is kingdomnow1 at live.com. That's kingdomnow, the numeral one, at live.com. Our Facebook page, we have a business Facebook page, Kingdom Now Ministries International. Our phone number is 816-616-0004, 816-616-0004. And you can also check out our website. It is thekingdomishere.com, thekingdomishere.com. Now we are going into our teaching already in progress. Good afternoon, good afternoon. I'm Perry Williams, pastor of Kingdom Now Ministries International. Uh, We are going to do another teaching on wholeness. Uh, Last week, or actually a couple weeks ago, our teaching was a focus on what is wholeness. And now we're moving into the area where we're teaching why wholeness. And I can answer that right away, but let's talk a little bit first about what wholeness is, just in a review. Uh, We do know that wholeness, here's my definition, when multiple areas of an individual's life are repaired supernaturally and they operate with nothing broken, nothing missing in that particular area or those areas, not just one particular area. So what we're talking about now is that wholeness is a higher dimension than healing. Healing in the mind of most churches, in the mind of uh, most people, is focusing in on one area in your life, and in particular, in an area of your health. But wholeness covers more than just your health. It covers your psyche or your emotions or your mentality. It also covers your environment. It also covers your mindset. It also covers your finances, your marriage. It covers the whole gamut so that you can be rectified and you can have an upgrade in every area of your life. Now we use, uh, many times we use the uh, woman who once had the issue of blood as the greater example. Um, I'm gonna use two examples, but let's stay with the woman who once had the issue of blood. And this is something that I just, some revelation I got just prior to getting on and recording. We all know that the woman made a declaration. She said, if only I can touch the hem of Jesus' garment, I will be made whole. My question was, why didn't she just say that my issue of blood would be uh, eradicated? Why didn't she just say that all the money I spent with doctors and left me with nothing and my health did not get any better why wouldn't she just say, 
I want my finances back. She did it with one word. I want to be made whole. And what took place after that? Well, let's let's go to the passage. And the Holy Spirit led me to Matthew 9 and 22, where Jesus declared the woman whole. After she first made the declaration, he confirmed it and said, your faith has made ye whole, or made thee whole. So once the woman became whole, in the book, that was the end of the story. But no, that was not the end of the story. So what took place, and let me just tell you what took place. This is Perry's version. The woman went back into society, complete finances right, healthy, her mentality was right, and she made an influence within that community that she came from. She was no longer isolated because when you have that issue, according to uh, the Mosaic law, you were to be isolated, quarantined, you know, you're, you recognize that word, you were to be quarantined until further notice. But now she was able to be influenced. Even her story alone was enough to influence someone and build their faith and take them to a new level and understanding that anything is possible. Because they looked at her one day and then the next day they saw her and she was whole. She was complete. Nothing broken, nothing missing. And she had a story to tell why that actually took place. And you can be whole too. You can have your finances rectified. And guess what? It's not going to happen because you say, let my finances be rectified. Or you're not going to have to reach up and grab it. You're going to have to get that financial book, find out how finances operate, find out how investments work. You're going to have to find out all of this information, and then you're going to have to put it to work. See, some things, hmm, this is what I learned. Not just, see, healing, well, let's just remove healing, because we're talking about wholeness. As far as wholeness comes, it can come suddenly. You can have a supernatural breakthrough instantly, or it can come periodically. It could come in sequence. It could come over the course of time as you begin to become strategic about how you're moving and operating in whatever that area. When we're, let's stick to finances. Once you begin to get a clear-cut understanding and knowledge of how finances work, and then you begin to apply it, and then you're going to see the breakthrough. Then you will see the breakthrough. Because some people, if they got the suddenly, if they got the money right away, what would take place is they would probably blow it without the knowledge, without the wisdom, an understanding of how to operate in finances, how to make wise decisions with your money. But once you make that, and here's the word, and I've been hearing it all day, make that sacrifice, then you will begin to see the breakthrough. See, breakthroughs don't always come as miracles. They come through work and effort. 
God is not a genie. He's going to give you a strategy that you have to apply and cause breakthrough in your life. Now, that's the difference between healing and wholeness. Let me give you another example. There was a man who laid at the pool of Bethesda who was lame, was lame. Jesus caused a suddenly experience for him, told him to pick up his bed and walk. He picked up his bed and he walked. He was walking so good, he walked to the temple. Following Mosaic law, he was going to show that he was no longer lame. But something, something very interesting happened. Jesus followed the man to the temple and gained his attention. He said this to the man. Behold, you have been made whole. Sin no more or a worse thing would happen to you or will happen to you. What took place then? What Jesus told him was, wholeness comes with a responsibility. Wholeness comes with an accountability. So you can get healed and go back into eating all that bad food that you've been, whatever caused the diabetes or caused all the type of stuff. But when you're talking about wholeness, you have an accountability and a responsibility to keep that breakthrough, whatever means necessary to keep the breakthrough that the Lord has caused you to experience. Keep that breakthrough or else, because it really sounds conditional when you think about it, a worse thing may happen. What could be worse than being lame? Probably being dead. So, this is why we're talking about why wholeness. Wholeness is the higher dimension. Let's talk a little bit more about it. I got a few uh, bullet points I want to touch on. Now, this is something that was alerted to me. My wife kind of showed me this, and uh, it's really major. And it, it, it goes on a, a line... It goes online with what I've been talking about just now. The word whole and the word holistic are really, really similar. Uh, holistic means body and soul. Body, mind, and soul in some instances, but we do know that the mind is part of the soul because it's the intellect. The soul is the intellect, the will, and the emotions. But what we're talking about is wholeness is a complete breakthrough. I've seen stories. Matter of fact, I remember watching a story that was uh, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, it was played out. It was like play acting. It was done on the Sid Roth show, and a woman who fell off of a cliff and injured herself, her body injuries were repaired. Now she could walk again, because I guess she broke a leg or something to that effect, but she had this new fear of heights. Now we're talking about a person that's not whole because what has happened is their physical body experienced breakthrough but their mind is not. 
So what has to happen? Someone, and I believe it's the Holy Spirit, is going to have to cause some type of breakthrough that she may have to go through some type of therapy. But at the same time, she's got to work toward causing that breakthrough to happen. There's another instance where I remember um, there's an individual that I do know who was on the, on the expressway and had an accident. And once they had that accident, they, um, they were shook up a little bit. They got over it, but they decided that they were not going to get on that expressway again. And to this day, they don't drive on the expressway. So we're not talking about a person that's whole because the physical uh, ailment has been healed or, yeah, healed, but the emotional or the mental area is still broken. And I even believe, even in the pandemic, there are so many people that are dealing with mental or emotional pain. Some people have never left their house since March. And I know that for a fact. And that's because of fear. Not even to take a walk. Not even uh, to go out and get some fresh air. And I'm going to say this. I've said this in my household, but I'm going to say this publicly. I blame the lawmakers. Because they're saying, stay in your homes. Stay in your homes. Okay. If, you're, if you are overly cautious, that's one thing. You can step out, get some air, come back in, step out, take a walk around uh, the, the complex or wherever you live. That's There's nothing wrong with that, but I refuse to live in fear. I'm masked up. You know, I'm, I'm following all the proper protocols, but I am not going to be isolated on a long-term basis. Now, I will tell you that isolation... Now, I'm not a big proponent of the pandemic, but I do know that the quarantine, the quarantine has helped me tremendously. And I'll tell you why. Because my regular schedule was considered a rat race. Get up, go to work, come back, go to the other job, come back. Now, I can sit down, analyze, not only my goals, what I plan to do, but also I analyze my household, my finances, and it's so clear. And I really believe that God is putting us in a position where we can start to look at what's not working to see what we can do to rectify it. Otherwise, when we're doing that regular routine, when we're, we're speedily moving to and fro, we're not able to assess properly. And this is something I share with a friend of mine who's in the, in the kingdom as well. And uh, I heard it from another person, but I was uh, repeating it, reiterating it. If you, not have, if you have not found another goal or assignment within this time of the pandemic, shame on you. Because you definitely had time to think about it. You definitely had time to plan it. You definitely have time to do so many things to be to create it and then apply it. So therefore, I know a lot of people that are coming up with new ideas, new inventions, new uh, business ideas, things that they're implementing right now that they probably never would have done if they weren't 
quarantined or in a position where they can finally sit down and go over things. See, I know I'm going somewhere outside of wholeness, but I'm still in wholeness because I'm going to become whole through this new idea. I'm going to generate new revenue because of this new idea. And that's going to make not only me whole, but my grandchildren whole. I'm not speaking for me only. I'm speaking for others who are actually following through with this type of effort. So let's go. Let's continue some more. Uh, why wholeness? And I'm coming up with a couple bullet points. One is God wants us to fulfill our assignment or our purpose in the earth. And first and foremost, our purpose is not to breathe in air and breathe, take in air and breathe it out. But we are to have, we have an assignment in the earth. And here's a clue. Everybody's got an assignment. Everyone has an assignment. And this is the revelation I got. Don't you remember when you were in class, back in school, I know some of you have to go way back to go back to school. And I'm going as far as maybe first year of high school. And the instructor gave you or gave the entire class an assignment. And the outcome was some people did the assignment properly in a very excellent way. Some people did it, but it may not have been up to par. And then there were some that did the, or did not even do the assignment, refused to. And God says, that's what's going on now. There are people who know their purpose and are moving at it, accomplishing things, getting things done. There are people that know their assignment, but they're hesitant. There's distractions. There's different things that are keeping them from being um, fully effective. Then there are those who don't know their assignment, but yet someone's constantly telling them what their assignment is, but they don't believe that's them because they can't see themselves in a position where they're, they're flowing and being effective because all their life they've been told that they can't amount to anything. And then there are those who just don't know what their assignment is. Well, I got something for you. Um, the Holy Spirit is the one who will tell you what your assignment is. I learned something. Um, the Bible will tell you what the fivefold offices are. Apostle, teacher, evangelist, pastor. All the five are in the Bible but how you are to operate and flow in that office that you've been designated to, it's the Holy Spirit that will tell you how to function. And he will give you that information as needed, as you're growing, as you're maturing, as you're being nurtured, as you're being sharpened. All of these things are going to come to you and you're going to be able to move in them. I learned, uh, looked at this one passage in 1 John 2 and 20. It's, it says about the Holy Spirit, you know all things. Now that makes me wonder if we know that the Holy Spirit knows all things. Why are we in fear? Why are we in anxiety? And I'm not even talking about the pandemic because that's a whole different uh, place of fear and anxiety. I'm just talking about on a regular basis about what's the next step. 
in our life. What do we do next? There should not be any fear. Now, I know I have to take account for that when I make a statement like that because I got to measure myself as well. But I'm challenging myself. Why am I concerned about certain things when I am in relationship with the one who knows all? So what I encourage you to do, and even as I'm encouraging myself to do, seek that strategy from the Holy Spirit. He will give you a strategy to work out situations where you can become whole in that area or have, I love this word, mastery over that area. Do you know what mastery is? Complete control of that certain area in your life. This is what he even challenged Cain with. You should have mastery over that. What was that? Anger. You should have mastery over anger. In other words, God says, I have deposited in you the component to annihilate anger within you. That's what he was saying. You should have, why would he say you should have it? Because you have what it takes to defeat it. You have what it takes to overcome it. So anyway, let, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. This is good. Not only does God want us to fulfill our assignment, wholeness, hmm, somebody's not going to like me for saying this. Wholeness replaces healing, deliverance. Uh, what's the other ones I have? Lack. Other areas that prevent you from becoming whole that's what wholeness does. So we don't need a deliverance ministry if we're becoming whole. Or we have the strategy to become whole. In other words, you can get, see the thing is you can get deliverance, you can get healing, but you can still find yourself in a position where you're right back where you started. But when you understand through wholeness that there's responsibility and accountability that you have to stay in that position, that's what we challenge ourselves with. I gotta stay in this position. I know I, I shared with everyone uh, two weeks ago that I went to the doctor and I was diagnosed with diabetes. I'm like, oh no, oh no. I'm. In other words, I know what the diagnosis and I respect the doctor for making that diagnosis because it saved my life. But I'm not gonna live like that. I'm fighting tooth and nail to bring my blood pressure or, or blood sugar down, which I have, but I want to get it to a certain point where I have mastery over it. That's where I'm at now. So I can't be a proponent or someone who propagates breakthrough in health and mentality and things of that sort and walk around with a sickness. I denounce that. And I know I have something to I have something I can do to defeat it. I have the component inside of me that have mastery over it. And so do you. And so do you. So with that, um, just a couple more things. One other part of wholeness is teaching is a key component. Now, that moment I was talking about when Jesus went to the temple to uh, meet with the man who was once lame. That was a teaching moment. He was teaching. He said, if you 
you've been made whole. In other words, listen, young man, look, you're now living in a new dimension. You just had a supernatural breakthrough. But in order to keep that breakthrough, you have to not sin anymore. Anymore. So he's already telling them something when he said sin no more. So that all that alludes to the fact that he was sinning at some particular time, which would probably put him in the predicament of him being lame. But if you don't sin, a worse thing will happen to you. Believe me, that's a teaching moment. That is a teaching moment. This gentleman, we never heard from him again in the Bible, but I believe by Jesus coming to him and giving him that critical information, his whole life changed. I believe that he went into, a, he just like the woman who once had the issue of blood, he became an influence among the people. Just by the fact that he was not lame anymore, that was enough to get have him have some type of influence. That's a testimony without him saying a word. But now that he says, well, and Jesus spoke to me and told me, so this can also alert other people about sinning, about not being able to get a breakthrough because of sin, because of not making the mark. Wow. Wow. That is so awesome. Now, here's an, uh, another point that about wholeness. When we, we continue to ask that question, why wholeness? Why wholeness? First and foremost, it is straight from the model, which is the actual kingdom of heaven. Now, what kind of troubles me sometimes is I hear people recite the Lord's Prayer. Let thy kingdom come. Let thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That's a good prayer. But if we don't know how the kingdom of heaven operates, how in the world can we declare it here on the earth? So I really believe that what we need to do is we need to study how the kingdom operates, the kingdom of heaven, that is. Well, let's go with the things that we do know. There is no chaos in the kingdom of heaven. There's no sickness in the kingdom of heaven. Just those two things alone. If we were to translate that type of environment here in the earth, wow, that's the declaration we're making when we say, let thy kingdom come, let thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I mean, there's other factors that are operating in the kingdom of heaven, but we have not really got a full picture of what we're looking for when we make that declaration. There have actually been two models of the kingdom of heaven on earth in the Bible. One is the Garden of Eden. That's one. The other one was Goshen. Now, you remember in Genesis when Moses was having his, um, his back and forth with the Pharaoh and the children of Israel lived in Goshen and the plague and the, yeah, the different plagues hit Egypt, but Goshen did not experience anything experience because they were in a, in a land where nothing was missing and nothing was broken. They were in a land of wholeness. 
So that's the model we're looking for on the earth. We're, when we make that declaration, we're looking for a Goshen, not just in, in the United States, but all over the globe. One thing that, that caught my attention about the pandemic, it was not a pandemic just for the United States. It was a global pandemic. So people that are experiencing uh, anxiety and all the different things that come with a pandemic, fear, it's global. So there's a lot of work for the kingdom of God. There's a lot of work for the sons of God to not just pray, but to do some effective ministry. Praying is good, but it's also your effort. There's things that need to be done. There's people that need to be ministered to. There's people that need to be consulted. People that need to get information that can take them to a new level, a new dimension. That's what's needed. That's what's needed. Yes, of course, we need resources. But one of the greatest resources is ministering to the mind. That's the greatest resource. Because when you get breakthrough in the mind, you can do so many things. You can fulfill your assignment. You can become whole so that you can be a great influence in the circle that you're in and those that surround you. Those that surround you. So I am a big advocate for wholeness. And with that being said, uh, I've got one more thing before I close out. One thing that I learned, um, the word let is a key in the area or the wholeness dimension. The word let, because, and it's part of the speaking dimension, which we talked about previously. Um, the word let in Genesis, I believe it's one and three, when God said, let there be light allow light to take place. And then we go back to that one passage in Matthew 6 and 10, let thy kingdom come, let thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now let is in the Darby translation. So you may not see it in the King James, but the Darby translation of the Bible has the word let. And that's when I say, let wholeness have its perfect way. Now, there have been some people that have experienced suddenly breakthroughs, health-wise and emotionally-wise, because of making that declaration. But I've learned that that works, but then there's a progressive healing where there can be breakthrough by actually grabbing an assignment from the Holy Spirit and working it, implementing it. And then over the course of time, you will in sequence begin to see the breakthrough take place. I, I mean, God is so wise. I mean, even like I say, the Holy Spirit is so wise that he knows the makeup of individuals that there are some that if they had a suddenly experience, they would probably revert back to the condition, what, what they've been conditioned to doing. But if they were to work it, if they were to get that strategy and work it, and see the manifestation of God's um, breakthrough in their life, they will take more, uh, how can I say, they would acknowledge it more. They would appreciate it more because of the effort that they had to put into it. So God knows what motivates us. 
He knows what it will take to cause us to not just get a breakthrough, but have something long-term that's going to cause change, not only in our life, but position us so that we can influence others so that they can experience breakthrough as well. So I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, we were focusing on why wholeness. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Uh, I'm also going to place put this in our podcast, uh, most likely today. And those that uh, want to feedback, just inbox me. I'd love to hear your feedback on it. Uh, before I do that, I want to speak healing or break um, wholeness over those who are watching or will be watching in the pre-recorded or though yeah in the pre-recorded segment let wholeness have its perfect way with those who are experiencing anxiety fear cancer diabetes Father, we just declare that you provide them with a strategy to cause breakthrough in their life, even now. So once again, everyone, thank you for your support. Thank you for your time. And we look forward to the next time that we get on to talk about uh, wholeness and how it can be a benefit to you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We appreciate you. If you want to correspond with us, our email is kingdomnow1 at live.com. KingdomNow1 at Live.com. We also have a Facebook business page. It's entitled Kingdom Now Ministries International. Our website is TheKingdomIsHere.com. And our phone number is 816-616-0004. Thank you for listening.